Hey uh, everyone, welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me this week, sexy as always, Tyler. How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Oh, I'm I'm feeling kind of sexy myself. Yeah. Uh, got got my f- festive socks on right now. I'm a, I'm a cool dude. Cool dude. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Almost knocked a can over. That would have been very bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find a place where my hands aren't moving. <laughs> Oh man, how you been doing this week? All right, just grinding away. We're almost done with all the sixty thousand house projects we started all mm. at the same time. So wow, almost there. Wow. So uh, today, so both our smoke detectors that are in the house died, and yeah, that's something you should have in your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of them died. I think it was last week. Literally at like three in the morning while we were sleeping, it just like oh. went off, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool. That was that was great." Um, but ours were old and didn't have like the nine volt like battery that you oh. could just put in. Yep. Okay. So the whole whole fucking thing was done for. So I had to go get new ones. Smoke detectors very easy to install. Their directions fucking blow. They suck so bad. Like, there's directions on the back of the smoke detector itself, and then there's directions that they give you in the packaging. And both of them say totally different things. So we ended up completely fucking one of them up to the point where it wouldn't activate and it wouldn't screw in anymore. And because of the directions on the back of the smoke detector itself. So if you ever have to replace smoke detectors, fuck those directions. Hmm. So hmm. had to make a Lowe's trip. Yeah, got no. installed, got it all fixed. We're we're all good now, so but yeah. Pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean I guess that's the that's the case for dogs. Uh they they're pretty good smoke detectors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, true. But <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, you, you kinda wish that technology would just be, you know, you just plug it in, you screw it in and it's good and or you put you pop a battery in and you you just screw it back on right. and, and and you're good but uh, apparently that they have to make it more complicated. Yeah. They do. I'm sure there's a YouTube video about how to install your specific smoke to ca- Oh, detector. there there was <laughs> that we ended up watching after we already kind of fucked it up. Oh, in great. the first place, but I'm like these directions are just it the the, the signage on the back of the Thing makes no sense. You, it's just it's stupid. You think that like I mean I'm sure I'm not sure what brand it was, but whatever brand it is, they make all kinds of different, probably small like little home appliances like that. You'd think that one of these brands would be like, hey, let's just hire a YouTuber and put a QR code on on all our shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would make a lot of sense to do. That would be very smart. Um, I'm sure that's in the future. I'm sure someone out there is already doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, like. It would make a lot of sense for like, a company. Imagine IKEA just has an influencer. That's, I was like. just going to say IKEA because they are like the company that, you know, people always, and we experience it, like get mad at their fucking directions because there's no words and it sucks. And, you know, if they just made like a video and said, scan this, here you go to YouTube, yeah, it might be a lot better. Yeah. I think I'd take that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What you been up to? I mean, as you can imagine, I, I've been pretty busy uh, not working. Uh, readjusting my sleep schedule, schedule, I'm getting used to waking up a lot earlier. Than, I used to wake up um, my normal weekday, wake up at around 10 o'clock in the morning because I'd work in the afternoon through the night. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get myself re- oriented around waking up at like 5 in the morning mm. <laughs> just to start because eventually I'm going to have to wake up. And like either like depends on whether I work days or nights. I'll either either have to work up wake up at like three in the morning or three in the afternoon. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Which both are totally different than what I've used mm. what I used to be doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just doing that. Um, getting a lot of spicy peppers now. Uh, mm. Like they're all like I have a whole like there's probably a dozen habaneros that I'll be able to pick this week. Cool. Um, I even have some my my reapers starting to turn. Ooh. And, so you uh, able to do stuff with them soon? Oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, I'll be able to do some stuff. Nice. 
Uh, speaking of Reapers, I, I, I had some Buffalo Wild Wings, their newest Reaper sauce um, uh-huh. wings. I'm going to say, not as bad as I thought they'd be. Really? They the, probably did nothing to you, I'm guessing. No, were they, they hot? were hot. Okay. They were hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, they weren't unbearably hot. The thing that happened, though, is that my stomach said, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you might feel okay with this, but... Uh, down here it ain't it ain't so it ain't so good yeah, yeah. Uh, so i like i ended up refilling my water bottle like three different times that night because i was just uncomfortable trying to you know mm-hmm. trying to dilute the pain a yep. little bit um, yeah. but yeah i mean i'm still alive and uh you know what maybe i'll just eat a raw reaper <laughs> oh, jesus <laughs> on video You're crazy man I'll never forget that one day. It was like an E3. I forget oh, which year. Christ. You, me, and your brother went to that Robertitos in Lancaster. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we got burritos, and you guys got like the hottest hot sauces they had. Yeah. And like just drowned your burrito in them and ate it like it was nothing. And I'm like, if I had just a little dip of that, I would be dying. <laughs> yeah, I think what was their hottest sauce? Was it some kind of mango habanero thing? Yeah, they had something. I know one of their hottest ones they call the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then they they have something else above that. So okay, yeah, yeah. All right, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Speaking of good stuff, video games. They're good stuff. I I've I've played some good stuff, Tyler. I'll I'll, I'll let you know that. All right. Um, are you done with F one? Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, for now, because um, the next time I do play, I'm going to take a little bit of a break, do some other things. But okay. when I do play, I'm going to do that career mode. Um. So yeah, I uh, I taught, left it last week where I had one last race left, and I was one point behind. For the championship lead. Okay. I fucking won that shit. Ooh. I crushed it. Uh, qualified fourth, and it was raining, but it wasn't raining enough to where, like, you had to put on enters at all. So, starting on, like, soft tires and everything in the rain, man, what a, what a fucking race that was. Uh, I just got an amazing fucking launch off the grid and was right behind Valtteri Valtas, who was leading the championship and the race. Just outbreak that motherfucker mm. into one of the, the hairpin turns. Um, and then just kind of set sail the rest of the race. Um, and then the rain got worse and worse at one point, which, you know, ended up make, making it for a fun, fun last race. So, yeah, I ended up somehow pulling off the last five races I won straight in a row to win the championship. It mm. was fucking nuts. It was fucking nuts. I loved it. Uh, so yeah. And you know, did, did a lot of upgrades and I'm ready to start the next season, which I didn't know this. Um, cause I talked when I first played this game, how, um, China isn't in the game. Yeah. China is in the game. Yeah. I did not know that. And that is only because when you first start a career like season, you don't really get, you get to choose the length, but you don't really get to choose the tracks. But then the second time around, it allowed me to choose the track. So you can only have 20 races, but there's 21 tracks in the game right now. Um, they're going to add a couple more later in, uh, whenever they get around to it. But so let me guess, Tyler, you're a coward. You got rid of Monaco. Yes, one hundred fucking. I fucking knew it. One hundred fucking, fucking knew percent. it. Because Monaco sucks ass, so I got rid of Monaco, replaced it with China. It's gonna be way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, get get. I'll get back around to that. It's a it's a great game. Um, then I have finally gotten back to Hitman Three. Oh, so right. I. Uh, you know, I played through the first two games and finished the second one whenever, a couple months ago at this point. And, uh, yeah, literally a couple months ago because the Giant Beast cast was still a thing. <laughs> I remember listening to one of the last, I don't think it was the last episode, but one of the last episodes while just kind of playing through that game. And so, yeah, it's been a while. 
Um, but yeah, back to Hitman 3. Played the first two levels. So I did Dubai and Dartmoor. And I have thoroughly enjoyed both of these levels. Dubai was so fucking cool. Just artistically. Like, just to like imagine something like that existing like these towers that literally go beyond the clouds was so cool and some of the ways you can literally sneak on the ledges of the of the map um just artistically just a stunning fucking map like i think all the hitman maps look really good but this one was probably one of my favorites in, in terms of just existing in it like i just loved it um so that that was really cool. Ended up, I think I, because it's like the first mission, they kind of guide you on a, a mission story pretty early uh, on. So I just ended up following through on that, and it was it was cool because ended up basically sneaking up to the main lounge where the two targets were, closing the lounge, just shot them both in the head, and just walked out. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> so yeah, what what a what a fun map. Um, and then Dartmoor was really cool because of that whole like murder mystery sort of thing. Um, I ended up, I'll be honest with you, getting a little impatient. So I ended up figuring out a way or no, where where was I? Oh yeah. yeah. So the, the main lady that you got to take out Mm -hmm. ended up coming down to her husband's bedside, basically Zachary and I just was, you know, I, I had myself disguised as the private detective, and I literally just hid behind another bed, basically, and her guard was over in a corner and couldn't see her at all, so then I just popped up and shot her in the head and just walked out. <laughs> I was like, cool. Mm. It was just, it was funny. So I got a little impatient, so I didn't fully solve the mystery, but I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, the, that of who was involved and uh, the um, God, the butler or whoever uh, like kind of covered it up basically S- somewhat. He was involved mm. as well. It was, it was interesting. I don't think you got to it. No, no, I don't think so. No. Cause I, I think it was uh, the Emma, Emma chick that did it. Oh, did man. you, did you finish it out? I, I don't remember the names. Okay. All um, right. All right. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I finished that 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 storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still really cool, even though I didn't finish it out. Just to have like a cool little Sherlock Holmes sort of thing inside of a Hitman level. I'm like, how have they not done this before? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was neat, and that that level too was just beautiful. The first time you come around the corner there, and you're heading up to the mansion, but you just see it off in the distance. It's just stunning, and then you can get up, you know, on some of the upper floors there and just look out and see like their their garden and all in the greenhouse and it's just stunning stunning levels i love it um and the story's like surprisingly interesting too so far like the main overarching story i'm enjoying oh yes curious to see where it goes so my next level is berlin i've heard a lot about berlin so yeah um, really i'm i'm excited to 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 get back to it so yeah, it's a it's a great game. And then I started playing Black Ops Cold War. Really? Yeah. So I picked this up well over a month ago. Well, well before this whole Activision Blizzard stuff has went down. And I bought it used. I had a 25% off coupon at our local game store. So ended up getting it used. And... I am enjoying this game, but I mean, it's a Call of Duty game. Like, <laughs> I'm not overly blown away by really anything with it, but I, you know, it's Call of Duty, and Call of Duty is fun to play. Um, so, campaign wise, I'm about maybe five levels into it. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I think it was Raven developed this campaign and it's given me a little bit of infinite warfare uh vibes only in that um there's like side missions and stuff you could do and like a lot of different things and all the levels that then connect to some of the other ones like these evidence things and 
some of those things also lead into the side missions. So that that sort of stuff is kind of cool. It's given me a little bit of like Wolfenstein vibes in terms of like you have like a main hub that's kind of like an underground sort of area. You can talk to a lot of people. There's dialogue options. I don't know if any of that stuff really matters, but you know, for a Call of Duty game, it's kind of neat, I guess. Um, so that stuff is is cool, but yeah, a lot of the missions are very much Call of Duty action movie type missions. Um, probably the one that st- stood out to me the most was a stealth mission where you had to like invade this dude's house basically to steal this file but you find out that he's in there with his kid and I think his mother and there was a lot of different things going on there so that was that was kind of a cool mission that stood out but otherwise the campaign is it's fine so far it's very much an 80s action movie very much like rah-rah America sort of stuff (laughs) the Ronald Reagan stuff is just weird I'm like I don't know why this is in here, but whatever. Um, it's fine. You know, uh, I'm going to play play more of it. And I, I hope those Infinite Warfare vibes kind of last a little bit longer or, or grow a little bit more. Because, you know, people like to shit on Infinite Warfare. I think that's one of the best Call of Duty campaigns. I really love that campaign a lot. Um, so... We'll see, but then I played some multiplayer. Multiplayer is very much Call of Duty multiplayer, and if you've played Modern Warfare, um, this one is very similar. So that like the gunsmith is there, a lot of leveling up, just anything really. The battle pass is pretty similar. The the progression system, it is nice how it does cross over between the two games. So that is a nice thing. You literally can launch Modern Warfare out of the black ops menu if you wanted to um so there's there's some neat stuff i played a map called standoff i think it's called in this game which was very similar which was i think a remake of a world at war map i think so that was kind of neat um of course played nuketown oh (laughs) of course they have a nuketown 24 7 playlist um which you that know, that's yeah that that's been a staple of Call of Duty for like it has since what Modern Warfare three was uh, Black Ops it was a it was a Black Ops map I oh it, oh damn yeah man I'm pretty sure yeah but yeah it's been in every like Black Ops game and you know this one is kind of neat looking because it's got like eighties vibes going on there's all sorts of goofy stuff around there um, and it's. It's fun to play on Nuketown. It's no shipment, but mm. it is it is a cool map. <laughs> and yeah, I mean it's it's Call of Duty. It's it's fast paced. It's fun to shoot some dudes. It's fun to you know get some kill streaks and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's a fine Call of Duty game. I think I'm just not overly blown away with it like Modern Warfare. Yeah, for sure. It just does not stack up to Modern Warfare at all. So I'll probably play through the campaign. I'll keep the multiplayer around. But yeah, I just don't yeah. have time for that, especially yeah. with maybe a Call of Duty game releasing this year. Who's, I know, who knows? I know. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So um, otherwise, that's that's all I've played this week. What about you? Oh, other than uh, hmm, okay, so I played some Final Fantasy fourteen. I there's a seasonal event going on right now. It's, you just do a seasonal quest and you get some some festive items. Uh, it's called the Moonfire Fair. Um, it's kind of like an end of summer celebration. Um, got got some fireworks that I can set off, uh, which is cool. Cool. Um, got a got a big polar bear mount. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. H- had a fun time hanging out there. Uh, also played some Fallout seventy six. You know what? This is probably old news for people who've kept up with Fallout 76, but I'm starting to realize a couple of things about the factions in Fallout 76, at least uh, between the uh, the so-called Raiders and the Settlers. Um, and it's probably just a minor thing that they didn't really think about. Um, but the Raiders, they both have daily missions, and the Raiders' daily missions are pretty standard. Go fetch these items. Go take out this traitor. Um but the um, the settlers have me do doing some weird weird stuff, um, like shooting animals with 
uh, the syringer darts to can basically translate their voices. Okay. Really weird stuff. Uh, I had I had to shoot a cat with a dart gun. Oh no! Um, and the cat was very scared, and I felt bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other thing they have me do, they want me to investigate this mine. And guess what? The only way to get into the mine is drop a nuke on it. Okay. So for the settlers, yeah. one of their daily quests, you have to drop a nuke. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so you tell me who the bad guys are. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a very fallout way to get into a mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just been dicking around with that. Uh, so I, are you playing on Series X? Yes, okay. I am. I started over on Series X. I'm all the way up to level 42, and nice. that, that's further than I was on PC. Cool. Um, yeah. So getting towards that end of things, might end up doing the Brotherhood of Steel stuff here pretty soon. Um, but I finished a couple of games, Tyler. Ooh. I finished Death's Door. How was it? It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed every every boss fight. It was pretty freaking good. Uh, the thing I don't like is the kind of gauntlet you have to go through that like interludes some platforming for the last boss fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I, I freaking love this game, man. It is really, really good. Yeah. What was the platforming? So, like, does the game have platforming otherwise, or? Yeah, it does. It ha- it has a lot. Of, like a lot of the sections to get like bonus stuff, you have to do some platforming and some puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was more like, I don't know. It it was kind of like a way to like if you're not on your game, it'll whittle down your health for the next section of the boss fight and. Uh, it doesn't really checkpoint very well. You kind of have to go almost all the way back to the beginning. Mm, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I did that. It, w- it was a great game. I hope they do another one. This, this is, yeah, it's it's it surprised me. It's kind it's kind of up there for for the games mm. I, I've played this year. Um, yeah, I need I need to hop hop on that game. Yeah, because it just sounds. I think so I think good. it's pretty cheap. I think it's like twenty bucks, twenty five dollars, something like bad. that. Cool. Um, music soundtrack's great. Soundtrack is awesome. Um, the characters are very funny. Like the the names of the characters are pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's a good time. The other game I finished, Tyler, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, okay, all right. What'd you think? I think that game's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't like the boss battles. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like it's they're just. Big health sponges. Yes. <laughs> the boss battles are, you know, story-wise, I think they're cool, but, yeah, they kind of got annoying, I felt. Yeah. But what would you make of the ending of a certain character popping up and all that stuff? No, I'm just going to spoil it. This game's, what, two years old now? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. I think it is a very smart choice to yeah. bring Darth Vader in it yeah. and to make Darth Vader... As powerful as Darth Vader should be. Yes. <laughs> That's a thing about... Because the, the the way this game would be very stupid is if you actually fight Darth Vader. Because that is just a, that is just a foolish thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I just... I loved every second of that whole ending sequence. And uh, I think that's a thing that a lot of Star Wars fans like don't like to admit. Is that you don't see a lot of Darth Vader being a badass in these movies. Mm-hmm. Like... And, like, at all. And so having him in the game like that, being a badass, is awesome. I think that's why, like, the ending of Rogue One is just one of my favorite movie endings to a movie ever. Because yep. it's just him being a badass. And and so, yeah, that, that, was, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing... Hmm, Tyler, this might excite you. The thing that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has done for me, other than being, I would say, a pretty good game... It made me interested in the Star Wars universe in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm there. There are a lot of things like that are like. I mean, I'm sure people who are more knowledgeable than I, uh, which is impossible because I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, as you know. <laughs> yes, uh, you definitely are. <laughs> like, like there, there's stuff shown in the game where I'm like, damn, what the fuck's up with Dathomir? 
mm-hmm. what the fuck happened here? Yeah. Why 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 is shit fucked up? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um and yeah, it's just just other stuff small stuff like I don't know, there's just every planet has something that I'm like, "Oh, huh. I wonder if there's more of this in other Star Wars stuff." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I I'm excited to explore more into Star Wars and uh, just be annoying about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. There there was just, yeah, planets, and I even think, like, the overall story was just really cool. I loved the setting of the game, like, mm-hmm. in the Star Wars timeline. They just really, really nailed this game, you know? And it came at a time where I felt like Disney with the mainline movies was not really nailing some things, you know what I mean? So it was it was cool of just, like, yeah, there can still be very good Star Wars stuff, you know. And I'm not saying Disney and Lucasfilm have not done anything good. Like, like I really liked Rogue One. I like um, The Force Awakens a lot. The Mandalorian's fucking awesome. So yeah, I saw. Yeah, I I was just scrolling through through some things, and one of the perks with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is a free month of Disney Plus, and I'm yes. thinking about maybe popping that to watch uh, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching Clone Wars, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Mm. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you like the game. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I, I'm i not going to talk about it, but I just started this morning, KOTOR. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've never played that, but I always wanted to. Yeah. So. Have you played it before? No, I haven't. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I I'm... I'm I think I'll like it just based on, hey, it's an old Bioware game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and apparently the story is very, very good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I mean, the other option for me would be playing the old Republic MMO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Which if you is have another... a time investment. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm ready for it. Yeah, you already have one MMO on. I don't know if you have time for another one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have time for other like games as a service games. Yeah. Like I, as soon as I really got into Final Fantasy XIV, it was pretty much that was pretty much it for uh, Destiny for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of unfortunate because you know there seems to be some interesting things happening over in Destiny. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, those are the video games I've been playing. Before we get into the news, yeah, I have some exciting information to share with the world i'm getting a fucking ps5 for real this time (laughs) yeah second time around yeah that's exciting very exciting yeah seems like this is definitely going to be a lock for you yes (laughs) if somehow yeah i come to the store where i'm supposed to pick this up and they've handed it off to someone else i feel like i've been hacked someone's in my email someone's got got that yep. confirmation code someone's create a falsified id because you're supposed to check the I- it says they're supposed to check the id for this one for pickup mm-hmm. so someone would have they... had to have gone to great lengths to steal this one from me yeah i don't think they'll screw you so but yeah this wednesday i'm, I'm gonna go pick up playstation right. 5 praise the lord wario 64 thank you <laughs> for all that you've given us mm-hmm now it's yeah. time to game. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to starting Ratchet and Clank and Demon Souls this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for you as well. I know you'll love every second of Ratchet and Clank. So oh, yeah. I'm really excited to get your thoughts on that. Oh yeah. So I'm ready for it. Yeah. Alright, are you ready to get into the news? Let's do it. Quick Activision Blizzard update. Um they fired more people. Yes. Uh, including the Diablo 4 director, including uh, this guy Jesse McCree, which uh, is who they named the Overwatch McCree after. Uh, they, mm, Yep. Bobby Kotick is firing more, throwing more people under the bus to save his skin. <laughs> right. Yeah, these are, you know, these are some pretty, pretty high up people over at Blizzard, you know, working on some pretty big stuff and yeah they are they are out as part of this whole thing and 
Yeah, I think we'll see a lot of other people potentially go before Bobby Kotick goes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, so basically, they, they, you know, Luis uh, Barriga, um, he's the director of Diablo 4. So that's a big change. Yes. For sure, I'm sure, development-wise. You know, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, they're probably very deep into the development of Diablo 4 and have a pretty clear direction in the game but still losing someone like that um in the middle of the project is usually uh kind of an issue uh so that yeah they're losing him they're losing the lead designer for diablo 4 as well and then jonathan leecraft is a world of warcraft developer yeah so yeah i mean all people who have been accused of various wrongdoings towards employees and just abusing their power. Uh, so, I mean, it's it doesn't come as a surprise that pe- these people are, are going. Um, I, I imagine Activision Blizzard is a, has a deep pool of talent. Uh, I'm sure they'll find someone else to lead these projects, and hopefully the people they find to lead these projects have a better head on their shoulders than, than these people have had. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that's the Activision Blizzard update. I, it's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess sticking with Activision Blizzard here real quick, uh, there's an open beta coming up for, uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, those dates, uh, begin, oh, okay. Today. Today. Or, yeah, they, they are, oh, it's already going nope. on their way. Okay, so there's a closed beta that started on the right. on Friday the 13th and there's an open beta starting this coming Friday August 20th um will be playable on all consoles and and PC except for the Nintendo Switch um I got to imagine this is coming to the Nintendo Switch right Why? it seems to make sense that yes old it, it Diablo 2 it is yeah. coming to Switch but this beta is not available okay. on Switch so okay. only on consoles and PC yeah yeah. So go check out that beta if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, the beta um, two will have cross progression between the two and and all that. So that is neat. Um, and then, yeah, they have not said whether that progression carries into the main game. If you pick that up, but mm. I might check this out. But it's Diablo. I know. I'll probably enjoy it so yeah. and it's not that far away it's only it's actually less than a month away i think the game's supposed to launch september 13th so yeah very soon we'll have some diablo yeah and hopefully very soon we'll have call of duty news because there seems to be leaks happening about the next call of duty a, a leaked name call of duty vanguard um and then I, I think there's even some teasers in Warzone happening right now as well. Yeah, just... It seems like people know what the next Call of Duty is, but they don't want to say what the next Call of Duty is. Yes. Right. And It's, it's mid-August. I know, <laughs> I know. And you gotta imagine the game's launching in November mm-hmm. as well. It's just, yeah, yeah it's kind of wild and... um. And I think Microsoft is kind of waiting for this game to be announced. I'm sure they know, but to be announced when the date is so that they could reveal the Halo Infinite date. Yeah. So I'm sure they're kind of working around that a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's apparently World War II themed, which we learned a while ago. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard was like the, the code name title for the game, but I mm-hmm. guess now it's going to be the actual Um name which isn't a horrible name but yeah going back to world war ii with sledgehammer what do you think about that i don't know i kind of shrug i'm like how many times do we need to do world war ii we just right. had one like what five four, four years ago four years 17 yeah. i think yeah it was called duty world war ii from sledgehammer yeah i'm yeah i'm what what else do you do to call what else do you do to world war ii that makes it interesting right and i'm wondering like do they do some do they alternate history yeah exactly like alternate history sort of take on world war ii potentially can be neat i guess but uh, i'm kind of with you i feel like 
the it was exciting when Call of Duty went back to World War II because we hadn't had a Call of Duty game set in World War II for a long time. It was going to be kind of neat to see, you know, a game because Call of Duty really, um, you know, has taken itself to the next level over and over again in terms of action moments and sequences in the campaign. So it was cool to see that stuff with like, you know, the PS4 hardware at the time. You know, it was just a long time, you know, when we got Call of Duty games that are set in World War II. But to come back to it again, you got to have something very interesting. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of feel the same way that I felt about Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. When that got revealed and, you know, I actually feel even less with this one. <laughs> Mm. I don't know. It's just like yeah, it's just like another World War II game. Like I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll learn about it soon. And I'm curious um, how they incorporate Warzone into it as well. I think it's going to get kind of weird to have like a modern version of it. And uh, well, no one's playing Warzone anyway because of cheaters. I'm not sure yeah, if you heard. I've I've <laughs> I've seen that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll. We'll see. And then I'm, I'm curious, like, are they revealing this at, you know, standalone? They probably will, because they usually do that. But then, you know, usually we see, like, a first look at the campaign or something in either a big event that they have for just this game or tied to, like, a big show, like a Sony conference or something. Hmm. Yeah. Sony hasn't done anything yet. You know, are they kind of waiting? Is this game kind of holding some things up? I don't know. All right. Well, well, yeah, well. We'll see. Okay. Um, Tyler, I, you aren't on Twitter, so you probably don't know what happened this week with one Alex Hutchinson. <laughs> um, I've heard, I heard about his studio coming back, right? Yes. But that's about all I heard, so, so tell me about it. Okay. This story isn't going to bring everything up. It doesn't bring up any of the Twitter drama or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. He, he's reopening his studio under the name Raccoon Logic. All right? And he decided For, to share a... Formerly Typhoon Studios. Yes. Who were bought by Google. Yes. Just throw it out there. So, he decided to tweet a picture of the whole team... And what do you know? It's all white guys, as someone <laughs> pointed out. And then he had a meltdown because uh, Jason Schreier pointed it out. He was like, no, 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 no. I hired one woman who couldn't make it to the picture. Hmm. All right. I swear we're looking to f- hire more diverse candidates. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's Yeah, that's not very a very good name for... That sort of environment. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's it's so, not a horrible name for a studio, but when yeah, when you post a picture of just nothing but white people, uh, it seems just, a little strange. Yeah. Um. And this brought up <laughs> the reminder that Alex Hutchinson is the same guy who said that streamers should pay developers. Mm-hmm. To play their games on stream. Um, who said uh, it was too hard to make a woman protagonist for Far Cry 4. Yep. Who said that Stadia is doing better than Giant Bomb. <laughs> Eek. And now Eek. this. He's 4 for 4 for just being a clueless moron yeah. on Twitter. Definitely. Uh, and not backing down from those stances. Um, so yeah, he... He's doing this thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that that is, he definitely says some crazy shit. Yeah. At, at least, though, he's able to restart his studio and get his IP back for Journey to the Savage Planet. Because I think it would suck for any studio to be bought by Google and then Google's like, nah, we don't want any of this stuff. And then he gets shut down. Like, that does suck. <laughs> it's like... You know, I thought I was going with you to do cool stuff, and then you're just like, you know what, guys, we don't want to do this anymore. 
So at least he's getting to, to restart a studio. Right, like, but still. yikes, we don't like any of your ideas. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who uh, knows how that played out. Um, yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, before we get to this, I, I want to quickly jump over to uh, Apex Legends because we have more bad news. It's, I mean, it just just has to play out this way. We have to get all the bad news out of the way right away. Uh, there was a developer that was fired because of some comments he made in the past. Uh, this, Yeah. So, huh. Let's see. Who is this guy? Oh, Daniel Klein. Um, formerly... Formerly a developer on Apex Legends now, um, he he made some horrendous comments on DeviantArt um, in in 2007. This stuff has resurfaced, uh, and yeah, uh, turns out like <laughs> you can say anything on the internet, but you know there might be consequences down the line. Right. Um. Right. Yes. Mm. Very much. And his excuse is that he's saying, I'm not a racist or a sexist. I just said those things to get a rise out of people. That's basically summed up. Here's the direct quote. I said racist and sexist things not because I deeply believed any of them, but because I knew I could get a reaction out of people. Yeah. No. That's not something you do (laughs) at all. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently posted derogatory and abusive content aimed at women and African people. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, you say that and then you say you're looking to get a rise out of people. Come on. That's just fucking stupid, man. And then, yeah, to say like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I've changed as a person all that. Okay. You know, that stuff. People say things a lot but at the same time what you said was fucking stupid mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter whether you're a different person better person or whatever now like just yeah you don't say shit like that just to get a rise out of people yeah like it's just like, not it's not smart it's it literally makes no sense to, to do that yeah at all yeah um very disappointing uh, stuff here uh, for him personally, but also like I mean, there, there's other disappointing stuff about um, about Apex Legends that I I, I am disappointed about, uh, which is this delay to uh, their pro- cross progression plans. Um, uh, they described it as gnarly as hell. This problem with cross progression, I imagine the cro- the the problem is a business problem to get all the platforms to agree and to to make this happen. Um, so yeah, they said cross progression will not be happening this year, and that they're aiming to try to bring it next year. Um, I really hope they can they can do this because it already has cross play. Why not uh, cross progression like? That would really help. That would have helped a lot, like, in this period of time where I did not have a PS5. I would have been able to continue my progress on the Xbox. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Does Apex have... It has cross-play, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's that's right. I do recall that happening with cross-progression. Yeah. I, I, I can probably see where they're coming from. There is a lot... You know, these platform holders all want what they want. And that has been, you know, we've seen that be a significant hurdle just for cross-play. And, yeah, you throw in cross-progression, that can start to get a little hairy, I imagine. Um, but, man, I I just wish cross-progression was just a standard thing in, this, in, in the industry. I mean, it's just such a consumer-friendly, awesome fucking thing to do. And, you know, I, I wish... It was easier for a lot of these companies to to do that. Um, I would rather have cross-progression than cross-play if I had to pick one. I don't know. What, what I don't think you? we should have to pick. I, I'm with <laughs> you. I'm totally with you. But. I mean, in that scenario, it makes even less sense to not have cross-play. 
Like if there's cross progression, right. like it's right, that right, makes right. it makes so little sense not to have <laughs> cross play. Right. But yeah, I mean, just being able to play wherever you want. I mean, even just cross progression within a console family is kind of exciting. Like to, you know, play Halo on an Xbox and then go play it on a PC and still have everything. All your unlocks, achievements, everything. That stuff's just fucking awesome. So to do that across games would be sweet, but or across platforms that aren't in the same family. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I mean, on the subject of money, I suppose, we we got the NPD. We got the best-selling games. Those platform holders are very happy about games selling on their platform. I know... Frequently, every month, Nintendo dominates this list, and look, yeah, there's a lot of Nintendo games on this list. (laughs) Switch sold the most hardware units, but PS5 sold the most in terms of dollars. Mm, Yes. Which, PS5 is $200 more than Switch, so yep, makes sense. But overall spending, too, was at $4.6 which is up 10% from last year. Woo! Industry keeps on exploding so the infinite growth machine (laughs) yes all righty let's get through the top selling games of july uh i'll start us down here from number 20 assassin's creed valhalla 19 resident evil village 18 pokemon sword and shield 17 the legend of zelda breath of the wild 16 neo the world ends with you 15 mortal kombat 11 14, Super Mario 3D World. 13, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. 12, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. 11, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Uh, number 10, Smash Brothers Ultimate. 9, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, 8, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 7, MLB The Show 21. 6, Mario Golf Super Rush. 5, Minecraft. 4, Mario Kart 8. Jesus. 3, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin 2, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number one was The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Mm. Well, yeah, lots of Nintendo on here. Um, you know, it's cool to see Miles Morales hanging in there, though. I mean, it's been in the top 20, you know, even more towards the top 10, like every month since it's come out. So that's, that's great to see. So usually, Sony games don't hang on this much. Like a Nintendo game. Yeah. So that's that's cool to see. Um but yeah, I mean otherwise this this list is pretty pretty standard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of the same games again. Um, yeah, and uh similar to I think last time, no no Grand Theft Auto. No. Uh, but never fear, Grand Theft Auto will come back with a vengeance. Uh with the <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy? They're putting those PS2 games out again. Yeah, with apparently some enhancements to them. You know, so you can get these games on a PS4, or I guess PS5 too. um, Through, uh, yeah. Through the PlayStation Store, so. But apparently each game is going to be remastered in Unreal Engine, have a new and old graphics, apparently. Um, Do the Halo toggle. Yeah, oh, that'd be sweet. Um, so, but they're trying to, apparently, according to this report from Kotaku, stay true to the PS2-era GTA games as much as possible, which is the part that makes me a little sad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, UI is going to get overhauled. Um, and this is being done by Rockstar Dundee, um, which... I thought was a new team that they purchased and renamed last year. Um, I'll, I'll look that up. Pretty sure that this was a different studio and they renamed it to Rockstar Dundee, but maybe I'm thinking of a different one, different Rockstar studio. But also they were thinking about packaging this with the next gen versions of GTA five, but that is not going to happen. They're going to make it a standalone thing coming out. Rockstar Dundee, formerly Ruffian Games. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Ruffian Games. Yes. Makers of Crackdown. 
Yes. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I, I'm i curious how much they're doing to this, and especially visually, because those games, you know, they're PS2 games. You know, the characters literally look like blocks in some cases. And I, uh, I remember, you know, I enjoyed playing GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas. San Andreas is the one I probably played the most. But I never played them in, like, a serious fashion of, like, I want to beat this game. I always just kind of fucked around in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could be interested in just playing through those games and experiencing the stories in a deeper f- sense. Um, but those games don't play very well. No. They didn't back in the day. I remember back in the day being like, this just doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, their weird, like, lock-on aim that they had in those games, I get that was kind of like a thing for the times, I guess. Um, but, that man, I just did not enjoy a lot of the playing of those. So, saying that it's staying true to the PS2 games, I'm like, hmm, man, hmm. that might be where you lost me, but... We'll see. We'll see. Because I don't know if that's a great thing, ultimately. Like, I don't think it would be the end of the world to kind of remaster these games, but make the games just feel better to play. You know, maybe make a more modern control scheme or something. That'd be fucking sweet. Wow. Hmm. Did you play these games back in the day? No, uh, I remember going over to someone's house and just dicking around in the game, but like, I I never played it myself. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely way too young to be playing these games. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I remember going over to someone's house and they had GTA Three, and we were like way too young to be playing GTA Three. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't even think like San Andreas was out. Like we're talking like 2003 or some shit. And it was like ooh. <laughs> but yeah, someone's parents made a decision here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Regardless, though, I think we're going to be getting a lot of GTA later this year. Between this and the next gen ports of GTA Five, uh, you know, maybe a re an enhanced GTA Online as well. Oh yeah. You know, if you're into GTA, yeah, this is probably all you're going to get for a long time, I imagine. <laughs> if you're not into Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, Tyler. Uh, this next one's a quick hitter because I think this story boils down to game company is making a video game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Control has sold tel- 10 million or, or has passed 10 million players. Um. And uh, it's it's making an it's the next big budget game is entering full production. Yes, game company making video game. Yes, basically, it's cool that Control has ten million players. That's great, and I imagine a lot of those come from um, it being on PlayStation Plus, and then I think it was also available in Game Pass for a period of time. So I'm sure it's a solid chunk of players there. Um, so that's cool, but. My only thing with Remedy is I feel like they have 60,000 projects. So who knows what this actually is, this next project that's in production, because they're making games for everybody right now. So I don't know. Hmm. We'll see a lot more of Remedy, I'm sure, eventually. Um, from a game company making game to we're not sure if game company is making a game. Uh, <laughs> Blue Box has released... <laughs> a 5 gigabyte uh, real-time experience patch for Abandoned. And it's just the teaser they've already shown. It's just a teaser that was already out there. Um, they also had a huge just amateur hour uh, experience with their mobile app that they were trying to uh, put out there that... Eventually, they just had to, like, not put it out uh, and uh, are still working to put that, uh, to fix that and and have that out. Um, And, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, they're just, they're going through through a a thing right now. 
Um, this has to be one of the most ridiculous reveals of a video game ever, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just one thing after another. And, and the thing is, it's a studio that hasn't put out a game. Yeah. And people are, like, yeah. People are expecting things that they will not deliver. <laughs> right. I don't think this is a Kojima game like everyone wants to think, but... When you really, like, dig into a lot of the weird things, there is so many weird coincidences with a lot yeah. of it. But I don't think it's tied to anything like that. But just throw that all to the side. Like, just having an app to reveal your game, your first game, and yeah. then the app's all fucked up, and you keep pushing that around, and then you put up teasers that was the same teaser. It's like, what the fuck is going on? But then also, like, I think the weirdest part about all of this is that this game was revealed on Sony's PlayStation blog, almost as in some sort of partnership, right? Yeah. And Sony has said nothing about this game since. And then also, I just find it strange that Sony would kind of tie themselves to this kind of weird thing. I mean, I guess, you know, I know they want to get some newer developers out there and, and some smaller indie projects, you know, maybe not as much as they did in early PS4, but... I just think that's a weird thing as well that Sony's somehow tied to this potentially. And yet you haven't really heard much of them. And yet there's just all these weird problems with the reveal of this or the proper reveal of it. it. You just usually don't see this at all with Sony partnered projects at all. So I just, I think it's weird. This whole thing's just bizarre, man. Yeah. Normally <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> I think this is a case where normally you'd see Sony have like a tighter grip on this and ha have more control over what this, what Blue Box is saying. But like, maybe they just don't, they just don't care anymore, and they're just letting people do what they want. Maybe, maybe they think it's it's good in a way of, you know, a lot of people. Or maybe they just made game. that deal and kind of forgot they made that deal. I don't know. It's just yeah, like the last time Sony that I can remember really let a partnership be a little unhinged was no man's sky. And at least it launched. That didn't really work out too well mm. um, for any party. Five year anniversary so. of no man's sky, right? Yeah, it is. They're coming out with another big update. I didn't put that in the news, but yeah, yeah. yeah no man's sky. You know, it's been said a million times. They very much have turned that around. So it's just, this whole weird thing is just weird. Um, I'm curious what it, what it actually is. Um, when it's fully revealed, I, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe when it comes out, it's it, it's a decent game, and we'll forget Maybe. about all this shit. Maybe, but then, what if though? What if it is a Kojima project or a Silent Hill project? Because that's another rumor. No, what it if, isn't. I know it's not. Konami what already if? said that a Japanese <laughs> studio was working on this. This Blue Box is not a Japanese studio. into the internet drama what no. if <laughs> no I'm not doing this I'm not I refuse I refuse to do this uh -huh. um alright uh, before we get to QuakeCon here we got a couple more quick hitters uh, F1 2021 has removed yet another feature from the PS5 version of their game their 3D audio um it's just not a thing Oh. They removed ray tracing. Now they removed 3D audio. Sounds like maybe uh, maybe hmm, maybe EA uh, taking over F1. <laughs> no. that, it's probably not it. That's it's probably just um, just some hiccups with developing for a new platform, and mm -hmm. you know, all, like ray tracing is a relatively new thing. Um, this 3D audio thing, I can imagine, might be like something like they're trying for the first time. Yeah, um, so. yeah, yeah. You got a new platform plus a, you know, a sports title basically that's developed yearly. Um, so something like this kind of bound to happen. But it is a little weird that like some of the very specific features that are what the PlayStation Five is for mm -hmm. is having some issues: three D audio, ray tracing, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but. 
I'm sure when F1 2022 rolls around, this probably won't even be a thing. Yeah. I mean, it isn't the ridiculousness that we see from a WWE game. No, no, yeah. Uh, I want them to fix the fucking replays, though, in the uh, highlights, because oh, that yeah. is the weirdest thing to me, where it just, it's got this these weird visual hitches, basically, when I view a replay or highlights that they put together, and it's, that's the one thing I'm like, this is weird, because everything else about the game is, is fine, you know, on a PlayStation 5. Um, I know, you've played on PS4, it's not very good, so... Yeah. Soon you'll be able to play it in all its PS5 glory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we got uh, an update to the Life is Strange Remastered Collection delay. They are also delaying the Switch version of True Colors. Uh, so that's also, I guess, they say it. they want to release it this year, um, but it won't come out uh, September 10th when the other versions come out. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're on Switch, you're gonna have to wait for Life is Strange: True Colors. That's all we have to say about that. Yeah, it's you know they they're saying they want to alleviate any additional pressure on their team, which is you know good to see that stuff. Um, I just think it's a little weird to put out the new the collection after the new game. That's my my only thing. But I also wish that the collection had two in it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. But, you know, it's cool. It's, the game's still coming out September 10th. Yeah, people... I'm curious to check it out. Yeah, that, yeah it is frustrating that uh, Life is Strange 2 does not get uh, get the respect it deserves. It, I know it's different characters than Life is Strange and Before the mm-hmm. Storm, but it is still a very, very good story. Right. And, and a very good game in this series. Um. All right, lastly, we have QuakeCon. They released a schedule for QuakeCon. They've said they have... Hmm. There's a leak that suggests a revitalized edition of a classic FPS. It's Quake. It's Quake. It's got to be Quake. Come on. Yeah. What else is it going to be? What are they going to do? Like, it. It doesn't make sense for anything else. It's got to be Quake. They've got to be doing Quake again. Yeah. And apparently, Machine Games is tied into this somehow. Apparently, they have developed new content. For whatever mm. this is, that piece has leaked as well, because um, it was kind of part of the whole thing that came out with the schedule. So, um, yeah, I mean, this could be cool. I guess this would be a would this be a remaster of the first Quake? Like, I, I don't. This does not sound like a brand new game, right? Be- and Machine Games does probably doesn't have the capacity to do no. full development on a brand new Quake game right, right. now with yeah. uh, that Indiana Jones project. Yeah, and maybe Wolfenstein 3. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like, yeah, like you said, it sounds like a remaster of one of those old Quake games. Um, we'll see. I mean, QuakeCon isn't that far away. Uh, it starts August 19th. Um, so we'll know soon enough. Yes. Uh, I want to do I I... I want a new Quake. I know Machine Games can't make it, but I do want a new Quake. Yeah. Do you think we'll um, see anything else at QuakeCon? Anything else cool? Because hmm. we got, you know, usually... QuakeCon has kind of evolved into just a Bethesda show in a weird way. Like It's also a Microsoft show now. It is now. So, like, is Deathloop there? It could be a way to promote Deathloop more. But, yeah, just that whole exclusive. I can't wait for weird. them to reveal the release date of Halo Infinite <laughs> at QuakeCon. Yes, definitely. That'd be awesome. You know, do, do we see... I highly doubt we'll see any, any Starfield things. That's probably going to be more for QuakeCon next year. Do we see anything from, like, Redfall, maybe? The other Arcane title? Maybe. I don't know. They announced anything cool? It would be cool if they announced Wolfenstein 3. Come on, guys. Yeah, it would be, but man. <laughs> why did they have to sign that Indiana Jones deal? I don't want Indiana Jones. Yeah. I want Wolfenstein 3. I'm I'm with you. 
of I'd rather have Wolfenstein three over Indiana Jones, but I also want Indiana Jones. <laughs> I will, I will definitively say I don't want Indiana Jones. Mm. I don't give a shit about Indiana Jones. Okay, all right. I like Indiana Jones. We already have a Nazi killing franchise. We don't need Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's cool that Indy, you, you, you went and punched some Nazis and, and whatever. But, like, we have a certified Nazi killing machine that we need to unleash on Mecha Hitler. So, please, <laughs> just step aside. Yeah. Um, yeah. We shall see. Microsoft, though, having, like, you know, with QuakeCon is sort of a Microsoft show, in a way. Now that they own Bethesda. But then they're doing a Gamescom show. Yes. Um, and then they just had this indie show, too. So Microsoft out there doing stuff. Still waiting for Sony. Yeah. Rumors <laughs> of a, a state of play this week, though. Really? There are rumors. And the Pretty rumors cool. line up with uh, Call of Duty reveal rumors. Yes. I've heard, like, the 19th was the rumored date for yeah. Call of Duty, which I can see that. Yeah. So, uh... so yeah. Well, well, what is the 19th of... Thursday, yeah, they usually do a lot of state of plays on Thursdays. Yeah, I can I see could, it happening. Yeah, I could absolutely see it happening. Uh, we'll keep our eyes on that, although I'm not sure we'll be able to get to that because um, we're going to have to record the next episode before then, I think, right? Yes. So, yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to figure out those plans here real soon. Uh, probably just, you know. Off mic here, we, we we can sort this thing out. We don't have to do it right now, uh, because right now I have to end the show before we drag it on too long. Um, so I'm gonna do that, uh, and I do that first by telling you to send us your questions at PlayStation Report Podcast at Gmail dot com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. Until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Hmm. Cooter fleas?